Good morning, everyone. This is your school's president, Rosemary Santos, at her podcast, talking about moral character and conscious podcast. I would like to say there's some technical difficulties because I am sick this week, so if I do not sound my best, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for listening. So for the first part of my podcast, I will reflect on the golden mean. The golden mean for a virtue will be the middle of a virtue, not having too much or not having too little. And having too much or having too little could be a vice. So the virtue I will analyze today will be justice. And justice, in my own words, is making sure everyone is treated equally and they get what they deserve. For justice, I picked three different real-life people who demonstrate. For a vice, which is a deficiency, I picked Donald Trump because Donald Trump is injustice. He has There has been a lot of immigrant children in detention centers down by the border, and they've been mistreated and sexually abused, and he's not really doing anything. Also, he passed the travel ban on... Muslim people, which is not okay and not just at all. A person right in the middle who has not too much, but not too little, but right in the middle is LBJ. LBJ was a U.S. president during the 1960s, right after JFK sadly got um, assassinated. And he passed the Civil Rights Act of it's 1964 and the Warning Act of 1965, which greatly impacted the civil rights movement, allowing segregation to be over, or you could say Jim Crow laws, and people of African descent could now vote. But I wouldn't say he's perfect because he also lied to the public about I'm sorry. He also lied to the public about Vietnam, and he really kept pushing on Vietnam. He lied to the public that we were winning, which isn't true, which grew the credibility gap, and a lot more people started distrusting the government. And he decided to go to war to protect Americans, but they never really did anything to start on us. So I chose LBJ for the middle because he's not perfect, but he's not the worst either. And lastly, the person I chose for advice, which has too much, will be the Pharisees. The Pharisees are way too justice. They are in charge of the synagogue, which and they're religious leader of the community. This was during Jesus' time, so in the Bible, and they were obsessed with law. They always tell Jesus, you're wrong, you're wrong, and, like, do really bad things at him. So I chose the Pharisees because they're way too justice and they follow the law too much, which which isn't a really good thing. So next, I will be talking about the id and what is the id. The id is the urge that makes us want to 
get something that satisfies us but isn't always necessarily good an example of it that i chose was the little mermaid if you don't know the little mermaid then where have you been <laughs> anyways ariel is the daughter of poseidon which is the king of the ocean she sees an interesting hot guy which is prince eric and wants to give up her voice to get legs so she can become a human to be with him and i chose this example because it's represented because Ariel just wanted some legs to get Prince Eric. And she was like, might as well give up my voice. It doesn't matter. Eventually, she realized she was wrong and she had to fight for her voice back. But at that moment, she just gave up her voice and she just wanted some legs to be with this guy. This is, this is an example of it. The conscience is our deep connection with God that influences between good and evil. And so an example I chose for conscience is The Flower by The Amazing World of Gumball. It's a TV show, but it's really good. So don't judge. However, the summary of this episode particularly is Gumball, who is the blue cat guy, if you don't know what I'm talking about is jealous that his crush, which is Penny, is hanging out with Leslie, which is the flower in the show. And so I chose this good example because Gumball turns green, which indicates that he's evil Gumball, and he's constantly fighting normal about what to do about Leslie and Penny. And it's usually who's in control of their body, so, evil Gumball wants to hurt Leslie, but good, normal Gumball is like, no, I'm not jealous. This ain't it. I chose this example for the conscious. Super ego is someone else influencing your decisions. So it's someone who's a guardian to you, telling you what to do, what is right, what is wrong. An example of Super Eagle was Stay Alive, reprised by Hamilton, the musical. So the summary of the song is Philip Hamilton, which is Alexander's Hamilton's son, he gets shot in a duel against a guy who was talking badly <laughs> about Hamilton. Hamilton and Eliza talk to Philip one last time because... As you know, he dies. So, I think this is a good example because Philip literally said in the song, I did exactly what you said, Pops. I held my head up high. And this means that Philip followed Hamilton's advice, even though that caused him to die and get shot. But Philip was thinking of Hamilton and his advice when he was in the duel. This is why I chose this example for the super ego. An example of the ego is a part of our mind that helps us make decisions. An example of the ego that I chose was The Trial by Steven Universe, which is an episode of a cartoon. So Steven goes to Homeworld to be tried for his mother's actions, even though he's not guilty, and he has no clue what happened between his mom and what she did. She d he doesn't really know the story, and everyone blame him because 
him and his mom have the same gem. They have the same thing that makes them the same person. It's really difficult to explain if you don't understand the show or you never watched the show. But a lot of people confuse Steven and his mom. And they blame Steven for killing Pink Diamond, which is a grand authority. Let's say she's a president of Homeworld. We can compare that. So I picked this as an example because Steven chose to admit quotation marks, that he killed Pink Diamond. So they will let go of his friend Lars, which is a human, and leave him alone, even though Steven never killed Pink Diamond because that's what his mom did. He admits knowing that he could be shattered, meaning that he'll be killed, so he could save his friend. And I think this is a really good example of the eagle. A virtue that I will analyze will be fortitude. Fortitude is someone who has fears but are willing to overcome them to do what is right in their hearts and their minds. I had to choose three real-life people that I had to compare between if they have a vice of fortitude or a virtue of fortitude. So for my deficiency, I chose Francisco Chettino. He is an Italian, so if I can't pronounce his name, I'm so sorry, but I'm trying here. So he's in the captain of an Italian cruise ship of Costa Concordia that sank, killing 32 people on January 13, 2012. So this was a while ago. Shatino, he yeet the ship before his passengers, so a lot of people saw him as a coward because he left the ship before anyone else did. He claimed that he left the ship to get some help, but in reality, it was later found out that he left the ship to save his own life, not really caring about the passengers on the boat. A person that I chose who has a virtue of fortitude would be Rosa Parks. She's an African-American woman who who was a civil rights activist during the civil rights movement, and she refused to give up her seat on a, bur- on a bus to a white man on December 1st, 1955. This triggered the largest and most successful boycott, so the Montgomery boy- bus boycott was started because of Rosa Parks, and I chose her because she stood up to the people for not wanting to leave her seat, but she didn't have so much of an access of fortitude that cost her her life. And she wasn't too scared to stand up. She's a true icon of the civil rights. We stand Rosa Parks. A person who I chose who has an access of fortitude would be Kendrick Castillo. He is a high school senior who died by charging at the Colorado shooters to protect his classmates. Sadly, this incident happened a week ago or two weeks, and he was really young, and sadly, he lost his life protecting his classmates, and he was not scared. I praise him for what he did, but he has so much fortitude that it ended up causing him to lose his life. Rest in peace. Finally, 
I will talk about Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby. And I will talk about his virtues and his vices and deciding whatever he's a really good person, like a good moral character or not. So I chose Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby. For virtues, I said he was caring, he was smart, he had a big dream compared wanting better things, and he was humble and friendly. And the way that he was friendly, he had his friend Scott, and Scott was his friend to the end, literally, literally until he got shot, you know? And so Jay Gatsby was always friendly. He invited he didn't invite people. People just showed up to his house, and he was like, okay, cool, whatever. He was that nice, and a lot of people would be concerned if someone shows up to her house or not be in a good mood. I can't relate to him, but he's a good person for this. And one of his vices that I think that Jay Gatsby has is too much love. It is a theological virtue, and I think he this is the vice for him because loving so much, loving Daisy so much that wanting to be with her, throwing those parties for her, standing up to Tom, it cost him his life, literally. If he never got involved with Daisy again, he will never probably got shot by Wilson for getting confused. Another vice that I said was he's a liar. So... Jay Gatsby is known for lying. He always lied about his past. He lied about his name. That's not even his real name. His real name, I believe, is James Gatz. He lied a lot about his past. And a lot of people don't really trust him or don't really have a really have a good figure about him. They don't really trust him. Another thing I said that suffice for Jay Gatsby would be working illegally. So during the 1920s, Prohibition started, and it was passed that alcohol was illegal during Taft's presidency. However, Taft was kind of weird because he was very alcoholic, so I'm not sure how that worked. But a lot of people who liked alcohol, especially immigrants, Catholic immigrants to to be precise, liked alcohol. So Jay Gatsby was in the business of working, of bootlegging. That's how he got so much money, by sprewing and selling illegal beer during the 1920s. That is a vice of Jay Gatsby, and that is virtues of Jay Gatsby. I decided that Jay Gatsby has good moral character. Gatsby has a good moral character because everything he did was to achieve things he wanted, him being such a big dreamer, and he wanted to help others. Gatsby came from a background that was poor, and he wasn't really fortunate with a lot of things he had later in the book. And so Gatsby wanted more. He felt that he deserved more. So upon meeting Daisy, everything he did was for her. After he left the war, he went back for her. He tried looking for her. He threw parties for her. He did so much things for Daisy. And so he wanted to be with her. But eventually, this wasn't it. This didn't happen. Gatsby got killed for having too much love, which is a vice of him, a vice of his. He took the fault when Daisy 
killed Myrtle, which was Tom's side chick, and made sure that she was always happy and then that Tom didn't hit her the day of the accident. He was outside his their house. He was outside their house making sure that everything with Daisy was okay. Many will disagree with me stating that Gatsby had a bad moral character because he often lied about his past and he was doing bootleg alcohol, which is which was illegal back then in the 1920s. However, I argue that Gatsby only lied to others so they wouldn't look down on him and he did everything he could to be able to be with Daisy, but unfortunately that didn't happen. I will argue that Daisy has really bad moral character because after Gatsby did everything for her, she didn't even show up to his funeral. She just left with Tom and was like, yeet. Yeah. I want to thank everyone who listens to this for listening to my TED Talk. Thank you. Just kidding. Thank you for listening to my Moral Character and Conscious podcast. We talked about various things, and I hope that this was interesting, and I'm sorry for being sick. I said we had some technical difficulties, but I hope you have a good day. Bye.